Well, people didn't hate Trump until he had a chance. No. And then he started to heat up a little bit, and people started saying he couldn't do it. And then every time there'd be... Look, this, this show is not Trump, no. though, Donnie. This is... This is a different show, so we gotta we gotta get started on on the okay. show show probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, why not? Because uh, otherwise, run out of time. Uh, from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In violent Brooklyn, a violent Brooklyn death came sooner than later for the doomed younger sibling of a Midwood schizophrenic, twenty-year-old schizoid Sean Smith. Aim for the ground and let gravity do the heavy lifting as he tossed his brother, preschooler Shimron, off the roof of their seven-story building around quarter to 3 a.m. Smith walked up to a patrol car afterwards and calmly confessed, I just killed my brother. I took my brother up to the roof and I threw him off, the New York Post says police say, Smith said, before leading cops to the trash-strown courtyard where Shimron landed hard. He dead. Now, uh... I got curious about this, like what this would look like landing. And um, it's, um, I went again to the special New York City crime report search engine, which uh, is uh, capable of finding anything. And I was searching for things that weigh around 40 pounds. Uh, joining me now is uh, Donnie G. What's up, Donnie? Hey, how's it going? Retired police officer from the metro New York area. So if you're having a hard time imagining a four year old kid, falling some 75 feet and smacking against the thing. Did you ever did you ever see something like that when you were I've seen people that fell off elevated surfaces. I see I saw a guy one time that robbed somebody mm -hmm. ran up to the roof of a six-story building and then when the cops got there they were trying to grab him to pull him up and he uh decided to jump off instead landed and broke like a vertebrae and it like his shin somehow and lived Six stories. The roof of a six-story building, so probably wow. about seven stories high. That's pretty nuts. Yes. And 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 then you had he really didn't want to go to jail. No. no but he, then when they had, when they were able to capture him, obviously because he's gonna well, be, he wasn't moving. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then the, they, yeah, the doctor in the hospital was asking and said, "How far did he fall?" And I said, six story, you know, roof of six story building." Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Oh, well, his blood test came back. He had a lot of cocaine in his blood." <laughs> And the doctor said, oh, he robbed a 99 cent store, is what it was. And the doctor said, in the morning, I don't know how much money he would think they would have in the morning. Yeah, you know. starting off the day. Yeah. We always have six grand in change. <laughs> yeah, in the, do the 99 cent store. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's not that different. Yeah, they might have $30. But <laughs> the, do the doctor said <laughs> in the emergency room. 30, right? You think they sell 30 things? <laughs> I think they might. Maybe. But yeah, the guy, he ate a lot of Coke. Yeah, and the doctor said that if he ever jumps off a six-story building, he'll make sure he does a lot of Coke. Maybe he'll live to. I wonder if that's what it was. They say, yeah, if you're drunk and you're in a car accident, it's supposed to be better. That's what they say. Right? Yeah, well. Who knows? Let's, we, it's not a theory you want to test. No. Now, Smith, uh, you know, like I said, he, he just uh, made this confession, took my brother up there. Now, a typical uh, four-year-old, which is how old this kid was, Shimron, the preschooler, uh, falling some, I'd say about 75 feet, maybe 80 feet from the roof. Um and you don't want to think about that happening. So uh, you want something about as heavy, though. So the first thing I, I had to ascertain, the approximate weight of a four-year-old. Would you know that? Would you know that no. off the top of your head? 40 pounds. Mm, all right. You get you get 10 pounds per year, and, and about 40 inches tall is the average too. So if you have huh. four, that's a, it's very symmetrical, as you'll notice. Because how often do you pick up a, a four-year-old and carry him over to a scale? Yeah. Never. Uh, it's well, Two, uh, three times a week. I mean, at max. 
and even then, it's like it's it's so unremarkable. You don't even think to no. So uh, here's some things that, according to what I found, weigh the same as a four year old child. Uh, the first one listed is a three year old child. <laughs> yeah, a five gallon bottle of water. Hmm. So that's why I can't. If you're ninety eight percent water, that's five gallons of water nearly running around. A border collie. 40 pounds, roughly. Mm. These are pretty general. A microwave. A lot of yeah, different kind can, of microwaves. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, the first microwave I had, that thing probably weighed like, uh, probably weighed 60 pounds, 80 pounds. The thing was huge. They have all different sizes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have all different sizes. But the, yeah, the early ones, you know, my dad thought that was a revolution. I mean, it was. It changed everything. But he thought you could cook bacon in four seconds or something. It's like, it's not quite that fast, but it is pretty quick. An average human leg also weighs 40 pounds. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah. That to me that is surprising. Seems, An average human leg, 40 pounds. It does. I, it has to depend on the person. What's the average they're taking? Would that mean like, so you're 80 pounds just in legs? I guess if you're like quite a bit of you is legs, and that's, I mean, like half your weight. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the femur is, a, is, is the largest bone. Yeah. And finally, now this one I don't get, a 15-foot canoe. That sounds about right. 40 pounds? I would have thought 12-foot canoe, but 15. <laughs> I just think of a I think of a boat as being heavier than a leg mm. and a three-year-old. If it's made out of plexiglass, it's probably about is that, the same. Yeah, maybe it's a light one. Not like an authentic. Uh, that. Not a wooden deal. No. You know I mean? like, hey. like the one Columbus stole. Right. Like, people yeah, or like the one, yeah, and happy Columbus Day, by the way, because we know that you like to celebrate Indigenous that Itai, <laughs> that Itai, uh, what do you call it, a government holiday. I think they know? just made this statue in Columbus Circle a state landmark. That way the mayor uh, can't touch it. Mm. Can't touch this. I think Cuomo, just to appease some sort of Italian-based voter, because mm-hmm. uh, the mayor of New York established a special council to determine if statues were racist. Yeah. And it, that was one of them that they were worried about, and uh, yeah, that. But you know what? That was a couple of years ago. It seems like that was think, our, no that a year this ago. year. <laughs> was this year? I think last year. And yeah, it, it was, was around la- the end of last year. Right. It was just like uh, it's, it's like a year and a half. What, was it springtime or something? It was August. No, because they just had the one. They year just had the one year anniversary. Yeah. What, what did you? Uh, what did you get for Charlottesville Day? Uh, I lit a couple tiki torches. Mm-hmm. Just kind of played it mellow. Yeah. Yeah, I got a. I, you know what I'd like? The ultimate gift would be the Dodge Charger <laughs> to get one of those for for uh, what do you call it? Charlottesville Day. I mean, you know, and I know somebody whose birthday is on Charlottesville Day. Yeah. And now he only, he has to combine his gifts. You know, yeah. birthday and Charlottesville. Could Day. Probably get one from a police impound lot at some point. Yeah, in Charlottesville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the actual one, but I would take it. And I wouldn't even tell anybody. I wouldn't even make a big thing out of it. I'd just be no. like, yeah, it's just a car. Here's a car that, that ran over an individual. Yeah. Who knows? When you buy a car, it's probably run over somebody. Most okay. of them have, right? You never know. Well, uh, I don't know if Carfax tells you that. But it doesn't. You're required no. to do it if it's a home, if somebody dies, right? If somebody mm, dies in a home, aren't you required I think if to? you ask... I don't think they have to tell you outright. I think if you ask, they can't lie. Well, I don't like, know if that's true. Like, if you're selling a house... Now, I saw this on Breaking Bad. If you have a meth lab, yeah. you have to do some kind of disclosure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's what uh, that's what Saul Goodman said. <laughs> I never did get that pun until I saw Better Call Saul. Oh, so, that his name? Saul Good. Yeah. I never got that. Did, did, is that the kind of thing you're supposed uh, to get? I don't know. I haven't seen Breaking Bad in a while. 
I haven't sat down and rewatched it, so I don't know if well, they ever can't... said anything on Breaking Bad about. Well, he did tell him at the en- at towards the end that that wasn't his real name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of knew at some point they revealed that, but I guess I, it's Better Call Saul where he's Jimmy McGill. Yeah, they've been getting a little heavy with some of the references to Breaking Bad, like explaining away, like without getting into detail, like right. Just everything so has observe. to have an origin that they have to explain and. Uh... I'd like to know, and I, I'm wondering, what's going to happen to Kim? Yeah. Uh, Kim's a great name for a TV character, too. It's like an underused name. There's not that many. Yeah, the daughter on 24 was named Kim. Yeah, but it's seldom. No. But they had her get caught in a cougar trap for a whole episode. I, I will never. In the second I don't season. Wanna, I don't want to hear about 24 ever. It was the worst. Ever. Was the I want to know, know about Kim. Yeah. She's, I think. I think uh, so her face is like, she doesn't show a lot of emotion. Are you caught, are you caught up on the show? Yeah. Recently? Well, Pretty, yeah, pretty reason. Not spoiling anything. They're just but, gonna, they're just gonna go their separate ways. Huh? I think she's no. gonna go to prison. She's gonna go to prison because she's really she's getting excited. Lo- I think she's gonna lose her, uh, be disbarred. I think she's gonna be disbarred and lose because she wants to be she all scammy, to do all the, scammy. do all the, yeah, do all the scammy stuff. She's and like, the she, flash forwards mm. are gonna end with uh, him finding her. Suicide? No, like him catching back up with her because oh. if you watch all the flash forwards for the show, it's like after, takes place after Breaking Bad. Oh. So, and it shows them working at the oh. Cinnabon in yeah, Omaha, which, right. which really, really looks like a terrible life. Oh, yeah. Well, and side note, that was a joke they made. And okay. then when they started Better Call Saul, Cinnabon actually reached out to AMC and said, we would like to feature Cinnabon in the show if you would like to have him do that. And then they were like, all right, yeah, we could do that. He'll actually work at a Cinnabon in Omaha. Wow. What a smart, proactive move on their part. Maybe Anybody who a makes a Cinnabon that delicious. I mean, God Dang, those are good. So, uh, so they they that's they meet back up. That's what the I flash think. That's how it's going to end because okay. they can't end the show on a completely down note. Like his whole life, he's been kicked around and oh yeah, everything else. Oh, I see what you mean. They reunite it, after, so he's not just going to wind up at that fucking cinema. Yeah, but I, I I noticed, and that's what I was saying for posterity. When she was talking with the the law office, and they were opening all the different law offices around, and she was going over the blueprints. Mesa Verde. Yes, one of them was in Omaha. And they like kind of did like a half mention. Oh, we got this one and this one. And the Omaha, blah, blah. Omaha. Yeah, it wink. was so fast that I was like, it, I just heard it and I go, something's gonna happen, and that's he's gonna run into her. Well, that's there your at the police end of the show. background, is what that is. It, it's it, investigative. It, work. Yeah, exactly. You pick up on the details and you go, that oh. seemed important. Mandy seemed- is the worst at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking like things that are pretty glaring. You know, we go, well, yeah. that's obviously foreshadowing, foreshadowing, and oh. symbolism of some sort. And like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, she watches TV in a different way. She's normally like tweeting at the time. Yeah, well, news or Mandy Stabler. I think that's how 90 percent of people watch TV. Unwifeablebook.com. Yeah, you don't value it as much. You can watch it anytime. When shows yeah. came on at a time. You didn't, well, there weren't phones then anyway. You couldn't like stop that. it or pause it or rewind it. you sit there or... and dial the phone, you know? And yeah. Wonder what your friends are up to. Yeah, you, yeah, you couldn't even pause. If you missed it, you missed it. Yep. Do you remember when Wizard of Oz came on once a year? No. It used to come on once a year on television. I didn't play my year around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not normal. No. <laughs> You know, it's it's it seems like they, it's as uh, Tim Wilson used to say back in the three channel days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim Wilson, legendary Tim Wilson, uh, always remembering him. So okay, Smith. By the way, this guy, this this kid thrower, mm-hmm. had no prior criminal record or history of violence. He's only twenty, uh, but he had recently told family members that voices in his head were ordering him to do quote something bad. And beyond that, he couldn't or wouldn't 
but didn't elaborate. And uh, they, you know, it's like if you got a schizophrenic son, and he's the oldest, by the way. So I mean, like he's bigger than everybody in the house. And he's like, hey, my these voices in my head telling me to do something bad. You should just put him in the hospital or jail or chain him to a radiator. (laughs) I mean, they are bad news. Schizophrenics. Do you know one schizophrenic who's turned out okay? Who has a uh, somebody no, not, off? not no, personally. No. I, the thing about schizophrenics, you don't hang out with them unless you have to. No, they're in your family. They it had to be somebody in your fucking family, like a close family member that no. you. <laughs> I've seen the aftermath of them. Yeah, get becoming violent or dealing with them. You know, not necessarily violently, but not acting rationally, where they had to be brought to a hospital. Yes, they had to be. Uh, Corrected. Corrected, yes. <laughs> he was schizophrenic. Yeah. Had to be corrected rather severely. I mean, uh, what, 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 well, now I'm curious. I mean, what sort of cases did you see? I mean, like, where they had to be tased or something? Or? Yeah, well, that's a common thing. That the schizophrenics the, are yeah, always, they're, they're a lot more trouble than people realize. Sprayed. There's a new, uh, Bola kind of thing now. I don't know if you saw that on the news. Yeah, I saw. Well, I saw it in the post. I thought this is weird. Yeah, there's videos of it. They said. Uh, I don't think in New York City they're going to be testing it out. They said. I think there's a comment saying that they're not. But yeah, I'm it's... wondering like how does it? How do you stop it from going around someone's neck if you miss or if they're running? And it's gonna. Is it gonna go around their neck and strangle? <laughs> Choke them. Out? If you can go around your ankles or your waist. I suppose it's just up to the officer to have mercy. Teflon at that point. cord. But like, and, how good is the aim? And if they're well, if they're armed, they're going to go ahead and shoot, right? You wouldn't. What? Oh, it, uh, yeah. I think it yeah, says it's a right. If they're using lethal force, you're not supposed to try to use non-lethal force. Yeah, you're if not gonna, you're an if there's imminent danger to human life. Well, that's the way it is right now. Yeah. Like if you have a guy for the time being. Oh yeah. If the guy is standing on the other side of like a table with the knife, but he's not moving, but you don't, you're not going to go next to him. That's when you would tase him or use a bat man weapon or well look because yeah, <laughs> that's what if you're trying not if you, you're trying to survive edge weapons is what you're trying yeah. to <laughs> the greatest movie of all time yes surviving edged weapons uh, you're the one who told me about that mm-hmm. Donnie I love that movie I love that uh, what it is indeed a movie I guess it's a training film training they it, show, it's a legit training film it, they made that for the Milwaukee Police Department in whatever 1980 something the NYPD from what I've been told you would show that a training like mm. 10 years ago up to maybe even more recent than they would show clips of it because there's a, a whole thing with like a 21-foot rule. Like a lot of police departments establish that. You have to be at least 21 feet. If somebody has a knife or an edged weapon of some kind. If they're within 21 feet, whatever. you're in danger. You That's about, as yeah, less than 21 feet, you probably can't get your gun out and shoot them if they run at you. A criminal you, you with a knife least. can actually close the distance much faster than you would think. The guy's voiceover yes. is like that's just great. priceless. And uh, the acting in it, I can't say enough about it. It's horrifying, though, because they show real crime scene photos in there, too. Well, yeah. It's made to be shown to, like, two police officers. Right. It's on YouTube. Like, you need to know. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh, I'll link to it. 
on the New York City Crime Report Facebook page. How about that? I'll even link to it on crimereport.nyc. You got to see this thing. It's like the reenactments. They'll show it and you're like, what is this? A guy gets hit with a, you know, a crossbow and then it, the next scene is, or the next part, it jumps to a picture of an actual cop that got killed getting shot with a crossbow. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that was real. It wasn't like a hypothetical. Right. A guy stabbed a guy through Don't his really door think... with a sword. <laughs> yeah, that's that scene. Man. Brutal. Yeah, uh, getting cut with a knife. I I really did start taking it more seriously after watching that. I was like, Jesus, that's fu-. You think a knife is like, well, it's not a gun. doesn't make a loud bang. No, no bullets. You know, getting cut up with a knife is way worse. I think it could be way worse. It, it, if you know how to use a knife and uh-huh. you use it. Uh, if, if the person, you're, you know, suddenly cut by, which you would assume they do. By the way, speaking of that, they... Um, Guy was arrested uh, just over the weekend in Midtown. Had a knife walking I around saw with a knife. That, yeah, and 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 somebody got some great photos. Just a, I mean, he's really palming the knife up in his hand. You can see the guy. I mean, the guy got an incredible shot of that. This guy's like a street photographer, and 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 I gotta gotta give uh, him credit because that's talk about being on it. You know, yeah, you probably guy, don't want to get too close. Yeah, but I mean, I guess he had the telephoto lens or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how close the guy was. I assume not that close. Maybe the other side of the street, but it's pretty clear. There's a, I think there's a video of uh, the cops grabbing him, too. Yeah, it was uh, in the New York Post. Here we go, yes. Uh, Cut to a chase is the title of the story. And uh, yeah, right here, Midtown Knifeman. A Midtown Knifeman. Midtown Knifeman. (laughs) I I take all, for all my knife needs, I go to Midtown Knifeman. He's caught by cops. And a camera. Yeah, this guy, it looks like bullshit. It, the photos are so good. Look at that. It, they, they, the photos, yeah. it looks like they've posed these, like, here's mm-hmm. the proper way to take down yeah, a criminal. Yeah, he's using an arm bar or whatever. You know. Yeah. And then and there's another cop, the, the two guys who are, man, that I never would have thought plain clothes police for these guys. You expect him to have on like a T-shirt and like a, a lanyard or something, yeah, you know, like a, lank- a badge around their neck, a Yankees jersey and yeah. a uh, goatee <laughs> and a backwards hat. Yeah, but these guys look like dorks. They totally look like dorks. Look at these. I shorts. guess it works. The denim shorts that with yeah, the, the cargo that are, shorts. With the cu- yes, that's yeah. that is a smart. You know, if he, he needs a fanny pack, trying to blend gun in. in there. What's going yeah, on? There here? was a uh, this guy just walking down the street. He was there was a drug deal, career criminal, more than fifty arrests, more than fifty, mostly for selling and possessing drugs. Well, he added a few more charges to his record Thursday. He was caught going after a man with a knife in Midtown. The episode from the suspect walking with a knife in his hand before the attack even occurred. This guy was on it. Up to his dramatic arrest by plainclothes cops. Captured in a series of photos snapped by, by a lensman. A knifeman shot by a lensman <laughs> who spotted the drama as it, as it unfolded. This is, about, this is like quarter to noon. This guy's going to cut a guy up in the street. In Midtown. Yeah. The guy was going to knife a guy. There was a guy with a hatchet a couple years ago. If you remember, it was an off-duty detective, I think, grabbed, jumped on him. was right outside, of, like in the same area. He's a maniac. Yeah. This guy's not a maniac. He got he's a drug a dealer. Yeah. This is, you know, this isn't some biting the heads off of pigeon guys or yeah. whatever. I mean, this is just some fucking guy going, man, it's no wonder you've been arrested 50 times if you're cutting people up in the middle of Midtown. This guy wants to be in prison. No fear. This is street photographer Rich Daughtry. Daughtry. He took the photos. He said he just happened to be nearby. I'm sure that, yeah, he's not like this guy's publicist or something. Yeah, I don't think he followed him around stage. Uh... <laughs> I was roaming around 8th Avenue, 42nd Street, and there was this guy next to Dwayne Reed. He looked uh, suspicious. 
he told the Post. Knife materialized in his right hand, adding that Finner, I guess that's the guy he attacked, Finner, took off running. The cops came out of nowhere. That's how it is. Huh? That's how you guys bust people. You're out there in plain clothes all the fucking time. That's what this Sometimes. guy is. Like this guy right here. I don't. Is, if, is that if this is in that midtown, they're lucky because if this is in midtown in the middle of the day, they're not getting there anytime fast through traffic. <laughs> well, I mean, they, surely there's a precinct, right? Where yeah, if Forty Second Street, I think that's near. Uh, they have that thing in the right in the middle of Times Square. They have the the little mini precinct, and that's the closest one. There's cops all over <laughs> in Times Square. <laughs> a lot of cops. They wear the Elmo costume sometimes. You never know. You take a picture with an Elmo, that could be a cop. Are you kidding? Yes. Okay. I think. Y- you know, that's the thing. You, you're, you're dry enough, and you know enough shit that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> to do that to me. Thank God. Seth Barron is merciful. I don't know if you Seth would, uh... Barron knows a lot more than I do, and uh, and he's he's... He knows exactly the level of movie he can reference and not have to explain it. If it's anything by a French author, <laughs> probably never heard of it if it's not Albert Camus. And and that's only because I fucking listened to The Cure or something. <laughs> he was charged with criminal possession of narcotics, criminal possession of weapon. They had seen him doing some, what do you call that? Hand, uh, hand-to-hand, hand, hand-to-hand con- contraction? Yeah, contraction. Interaction? Transaction. Tra- <laughs> It's a transactional relationship. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so Sean and Shimron, by the way, I mentioned, I think, were the still talking about this guy. I don't have more to say. The oldest and youngest sons of Odessa Frith, Odessa Frith's six kids, excuse me, five kids, uh, the family of seven, moved to their 6'4 Brooklyn apartment less than a year ago. They only got to that apartment a year ago last December from their native Guyana. That's what you want, a single mom with six kids moving from Guyana. That's bizarre. I mean, you're in Guyana. You're going, you know what? Fuck this place. I guess. She got here with six kids and got an apartment. She was probably on a priority list. of employment, I guess. She must have. Well, look, it must have been a huge apartment for seven people. Uh, Depends on. Yeah, depends on. Was it? Is it uh, housing? Housing project it's, it's or is it an apart- mid, private apartment? No, Midwood apartment building. Midwood. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, it could be projects. It doesn't really. But uh, yeah, Midwood from the Greek, or no, no, from the Greek, from the uh, Dutch, a uh, Midwout or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Probably. That's what they called it. It was settled in the uh, 1600s originally, and then the English took it away from the Dutch about 10 years after that, and the English didn't do anything with it. Until uh, it became part of Brooklyn, and then that's when shit started to happen. They developed it. It was rural. It's down there by uh, Bay Ridge and, um, what do you call it, uh, Coney Island, sort of down that way. Uh, Shimron was loved by neighbors, by the way. That kid, that little four-year-old kid. One, uh, one neighbor. Uh, I don't know how many. Well, if the kid gets neighbors up, hate a four-year-old. Yeah, if he gets thrown off the roof, a good they're age not going to be, be uh, yeah adored. Yeah, they're going to be like, hey, kid. I know he's dead. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, no. but I just never liked him. Yeah, that little shit. You know, bang on the doors. He'd be playing and he'd be loud and we'd say quiet down and he would just give us the finger. Mm. We know how when a four-year-old gives you the fingers, very frustrating, very frustrating because they one up on you. They they know how to push that advantage. <laughs> anyway, he's dead now, thank God. No, uh, I, the neighbors wouldn't say he was. He, here's what the neighbors said: he would ride that little bike up and down the block, 
Up and down. He was always so sweet. Yeah, a little bike. On the other hand, the oldest, Sean, Angel of Death Smith, (laughs) was seen as quiet and troubled. The neighbor said he would pace the sidewalk outside the complex, up and down the sidewalk, up and down. (laughs) On his pale horse. (laughs) It is... That's a fake quote, by the way, I have to confess. Oh. One cousin described him as loco. Crazy in the head was how... I, now I'd see a building maintenance worker... That makes sense. ...describe Sean. Uh, he doesn't speak to nobody. He just walks behind, walks up behind you. He's the quiet ones. Yeah, the schizophrenics. And he, you know what? When they, when they were taking him from the 70th uh, precinct after his arraignment, he said, I'm finally a criminal. 20, finally a criminal. Schizophrenic, it should be the death penalty for schizophrenia. Sorry you're sick, but we have to throw you in the garbage. Uh, And we'll do it humanely. Uh, As far as you know, I finally become a criminal, he told reporters. He walked from the 70th Precinct Station House. That was Saturday night. Uh, By the way, we're talking about some other stuff today. You know what the oldest words in the English language are? Love is one. Mm-hmm. I is one. We is one. It's all these like really basic words. These are the old, mm. oldest words in the English language. I, we, black, mother, give. White's not on the list, but black is. Like dark? Like, like they're afraid of the dark? Absence of color. Yeah. Like, I guess. Absence yeah, it's of like, light. Oh, black. Yeah. And it's like, no. That's it's, when the saber tooth tiger eats you. It's called, yeah, exactly. Or, or like a guy riding a saber-toothed tiger who's black. <laughs> Could be. Wait, this is the year 900. This is English. This isn't like caveman days. There were no mm. saber-toothed tigers in the year 900. I don't think. Mm, no, no, no. No. No, there wasn't. Dragons. <laughs> and, and the Greek gods were still in effect. Uh, yeah, fire, ashes, hand, hear, spit. One, two, three. Because you had to count stuff. You're like, hey, how many... Uh, how many squirrels did you get last night? Uh, one, two. I got two. Two. It's a two-kill flow. Uh, old this pull. Things like that. Oh, no. Worm was the very last one they listed. What a laugh. Worm. I don't know why worm. At some point, this just becomes a list of exceedingly common words. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting, and it mm-hmm. is, because I said it. Now, in New York City, I want I, I to take a moment... To get a beverage, and uh, we'll be back in one second. 